The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings investments and your retirement is always on the Max Out Savings Show. Our show is all about building up wealth and, and saving for retirement. Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That should be your motto, too. This is the way you build up wealth. You save aggressively. You put it away in uh, you conservatively invest it. <laughs> now, look, uh, most, most, there's different ways to do it. Uh, the best way and the most foolproof way is to put it away in your 401k, your 403b, your 457 plans. Uh, it, put away at least 10% plus the, plus the company or the, or the match. It gets you 13%, and that, that's pretty much the number that you need for retirement. Uh, now, some, some people, if they don't have a savings plan, they can they can open up a, a SEP IRA. There's other things they can do to also put away a bunch of money that way, too. I've seen some people go, look, I'm investing in real estate, and I, I buy a piece of property and, and, and pay it down. Yeah, that, that You can do that, too. You have to have some type of plan uh, to do it, uh, to, to put away the money. And, and it's very hard. The real estate's kind of the same as the 401k in a way because you've got to make that payment every month so the money has to be put in. And I think the real key to building up wealth is have a discipline plan. And most people, they do not have the discipline to do it every write out a check each month and put it away. Some do. But if, if, if it goes in your 401k plan or it goes your 403b or 457, the money comes out before you even see it. If you're buying a piece of real estate, you got to put the money, you got to pay the bank, and so every that's going to get paid every month. And so, I think those things it's kind of a forced discipline, and I think that's really one of the keys to building up wealth is the forced discipline. Look, are there people out there that save tons of money? Absolutely, they don't need anyone telling them how to save money. They can put it away themselves with the money in the bank. But for a lot of people. They can't do that, but they don't have the discipline. And, and so very few people really do. Uh, and, and, and so this is the way you build up the wealth. You save aggressively and invest conservatively. Uh, and so, so if you don't have a plan, come up with a plan. If you're not putting away money for retirement, now's the time to do it more so than ever. You, all you have to do is call up your HR person I tell them you'd like to increase your savings. And look, and I know a lot of you people are not saving the 10%. Uh, you know, we see the numbers. Uh, we talk to people all the time. Look, go in there. If you're at, at, at uh, 5%, move it up to 2 or 3% to 8%. If you're at 3%, at least get to 6 or 7%. You've got to start somewhere. And sometimes uh, baby steps will get you where you want to do. It's really hard to lose 10% of your income right off the bat, but at least start somewhere. It is so important for you and your family's long-term financial health. In the world today, an incredibly uncertain world, uh, the uh, things are moving at a very rapid clip. Uh, you know, one, one of the communist leaders made some remark about, you know, uh, changes, uh, things happen, changes happen slowly over years, and nothing happens, and then in weeks, years worth of changes happen. And I think you know, that's it. I think the actual something like uh, years, weeks worth of change happens over over years. And then there's times in history when weeks worth of changes, years worth of, happen, of changes happen in weeks. And I think we're in one of those time frames. We've got record government spending, which is a concern. Uh, and uh, 
We have a Federal Reserve, which is you know, which is basically committed to printing money in, in, into the future. Now they're trying to figure out ways to give money directly to consumers, which sounds real good. But what, what's happening is the link, the, the, the governments around the world have now gotten control of the central banks, and they're going to want them to spend huge amounts of money. This is going to be inflationary over time. But people are, are seeing this. And, and some of the good... Some of the good things that are really happening, we, uh, I'm on the Federal Reserve website. We started this show back in 2006. And at the time, the savings rate was about 2%. And there was a real savings crisis in the United States. In October, November of that year, October bottomed about 2% in some change, uh, 26 in February, August timeframe. It started going up, and we said there was a savings crisis in the United States. We named the show the Max Out Savings Show because of that, because we wanted to help people save money. And since then, the savings rate has been climbing up, uh, and it's been plateauing around seven, six, seven percent uh, in there. Uh, interesting thing: when the crisis hit, the savings rate in April hit thirty-three point six percent. Now, in all fairness, the economy was shut down; there was nowhere to spend the money. But the government has pushed a lot of money, the extra $400 a week for unemployment, to try to get people into where they want to be. For a lot of lower-income people, that was an enormous amount of money. The savings rate is still, right now, well, it was 8.6% in February. It went to 363 before this happened. It's still 14.4%. What's amazing about this crisis is people are paying down credit cards and savings rates are going up. They're paying down debt, which is really exciting. So I, I think people really have, have, have really gotten religion and understand the importance of saving money. They really they realize something could happen to their job or they don't know what could happen, and they have have to save more money. This is a fundamental shift. The coronavirus is really. I mean, it, we talked about in the show for a long time that we felt like this was the 1930s kind of redo uh, we're really it's in a different way uh and i still think that's the case in, in the 30s changed people's thinking i think the coronavirus is going to change people's thinking uh and and this change is happening right before our eyes now some people are trying to get control of that change which way do the american people break that's going to be the key do they move to hey we need more socialism you know, maybe the United States democracy, free market economy uh, doesn't really work, and the United States was never a great place, or are they going to break to more free market capital and reject socialism? We're going we're to find out about that here, here in, in, in next week. And so uh, that, that's, uh, that, that's kind of what we're dealing with right now is, is you know, what, what's going to happen in here uh, – you know, going forward, and and I and I think we're going to be discussing that later on in the show. I, I think there's some real positives. Uh, long-time listeners know uh, that this show know that we predicted Donald Trump was going to win after the Republican. We said before the Republican election, but we made the big prediction after the Republican elect, uh, not the Republican, the convention back in 2000 and uh, was it 16. Well, we said if the Democrats can't take Trump out in the next two weeks, he's going to be the next president of the United States. That was very controversial. Most people in this town yeah, did not believe it at the time, uh, but we were ultimately right. And we, as we got closer to the election, uh, you know, we, we, we were confirmed. We confirmed that. I'm going to explain how we did that uh, a little bit later in the show. Uh, but, but but this is a game changer election here. Uh, it, it's really uh, one of the things that I really fear the most is with this election, and I think it's absolutely extraordinary that the, that the Democrat uh, Democrats in this town are moving heaven and earth to get Biden in when he basically is committed to the destruction of Houston, Texas. I mean, this is astonishing. I, I didn't believe it was possible to convince people to commit collective suicide. But uh, basically, the Democrats in, in Harris County have, have basically made that decision. And uh, the, the Biden administration is violently anti-oil and gas. Uh, they want to destroy the oil and gas business. And, uh, you know, we'll see how it plays out. But make no mistake about it, Houston's going to be a different place if Joe Biden wins. Uh, but we got, we got some good news, which I wanted to uh, talk about in here uh, 
as well. And I tell you what, I'm going to cover that after the break. But, you know, I want to kind of build upon this a little more. There's a few key proponents of the of the Democrats agenda. The Green New Agenda is the centerpiece of the of the Biden campaign. Now, it's not they're not talking about it as much, but that's what all the Democrats want. Look, this is you have to understand this is a religion for these people. This is a religion. The, the, the environmental, these are basically religious zealots with this type of stuff. They want to convert the country to, uh, to all electric cars. And it, it's a complete insanity. Uh, if you look at it, here's some of the things that, that they want to do. They're going to eliminate oil and gas. They're going to ban fracking. And they're going to buy 2035 mandate zero emission electricity production, which means a good portion of the oil and gas of the electricity is produced by natural gas in this country. And so they want to eliminate that. Well, that's going to do a couple things. That is going to that's going to destroy the oil and gas business. It's going to destroy Houston. It's going to wreck the tax base in in the city of in the state of Texas. It's going to lead to millions of jobs lost in this country. Over a million jobs lost in the state of Texas is going to be devastating. So they're going to get rid of all the natural gas uh, generating plants by 2035. Well, at the same time, they're going to convert all the electric vehicles in this country, all the vehicles to electricity, which means it's going to do massive increases in in uh, uh, demand for electricity at the exact same time they're going to be shutting down a third or more of the electricity production in the United States. And this is going to lead to electric shortages, blackouts like we see in third world countries where the power works till about 12 o'clock and then it goes off for an hour or two, these type of things. And you said, Ted, that's ridiculous. It's already happening in California where they have brownouts, they have electric blackouts there because there's shortages of power. It, 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 the amazing thing is these programs that these 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 are they're, they're economically insane programs. They don't even work. They're not even logical. They're not well thought out. That, is, is anybody saying we shouldn't have electric cars? Absolutely not. But the, but the Democrats they have to have something an enemy. They have to have a villain. They have to hate. I mean, it's just it's part of their DNA. In, in, in the oil and gas sector, so they want to eliminate all those jobs, and they want to eliminate the oil and gas sector. Where are we going to get? Uh, where are we going to get plastics? Where are we going to get chemicals? Where are we going to get the basic building blocks of everything in this country comes off the oil, basically, and natural gas, fertilizers, all types of things. It, it, and so you could see farm shortages. You can see plastic shortages. What they do is they'll ban fracking. What's going to happen? We're going to import more oil to the United States. Oil prices are going to go up, uh, which isn't going to hurt. You know, it's but it, it, consumers are going to pay. Do you think you're going to be getting a dollar fifty nine a gallon for gasoline when Joe Biden after five years? Gasoline is going to be very high. Who's going to pay for the Green New Deal? Is the working people in this country? It, it, it's, it's not going to be the people on the East and West Coast, the elite class that are, you know, so much better than everybody else that are riding around in their self-driving Ubers or, or, or you know, it, 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 at the same time flying all over the planet in their private jets. It's going to be the working people, the people in factories, the farmers. It's going to be the people cutting yards. It's going to be doctors. It's going to be the lawyers. It's going to be the small and medium-sized business people in this country. They're going to be all the ones paying for, you know, for the nirvana that the people of this elite class want to, want to pay, want us to pay for. And so understand this is a huge threat to Texas. It's a flawed plan. It will not work. It's going to lead to massive shortages. And it's just, it's just a, 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 a badly flawed plan put out by religious extremists in the environmental, uh, the church of the environment, which is basically what it is. And, and, and for anybody in Houston and, and our politicians, it's a disgrace. They're sitting there and backing up, particularly our, our county clerk, which has done everything he can, former, uh, what is it, former, uh, I think vice chairman of the Democratic uh, state uh, uh party uh, finance chairman and doing everything they can to get Biden reelected so he can destroy Houston. I mean, what are these people? I mean, they, they're just, yeah, there's nothing you can say about for, for anybody voting for Biden in this town is certifiably crazy. But and anyway, tell you what, 
Coming up here on a quick break, I'm going to expand upon this, but there's some really good news. A huge win just happened for Houston, Texas, from the Trump administration. We're going to be discussing that right after the break right here on the Max Out Saving Show. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. Uh, the, uh, if you listen to this show, you know one person I really don't like in this country, uh, despise probably above all others, is uh, Larry Fink at BlackRock. And Larry Fink, and you go, who is Larry Fink and who is BlackRock? BlackRock is a seven, one of the largest asset, particularly bond managers in the world. And Larry Fink is the head of the company. And Larry Fink is a rabid environmental whack job. And, you know, his whole world revolves around we're destroying the planet. And so what Larry Fink has done is Larry Fink believes that oil and gas is a, is a threat to the environment due to CO2 and we're all going to die. And, he, you know, the oceans are going to rise a couple hundred feet or whatever, two feet. And, 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 and so he has to stop the oil and gas business. This is Larry Fink, CEO of BlackRock. And, and so I think he's CEO, but he's head of the company. I don't know what his title is. So Larry Fink's strategy is he wants to defund the oil and gas sector. In addition, he wants to defund state supporting and profiting from this, which means he's basically Larry Fink at BlackRock has declared war on the state of Texas, and and he and so which means cities like Houston, which are big oil and gas, he doesn't want he doesn't want Houston bonds, he doesn't want oil company bonds, he doesn't want Exxon, Shell, Chevron bonds in 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 the BlackRock portfolios because that's contributing to the environmental catastrophe out there in his mind, and so so. Uh, so, so he, he's working to defund, and he's con- trying to convince other asset managers to do this as well. It, it, I mean, it, it, and, and what we've said on this show is we believe fundamentally Larry Fink has breached his fiduciary duty 
to the to the uh, holders of his funds in the people he's investing manage money for, including pensions and endowments and other other things out there by putting his personal political beliefs into managing of money. And this is a really big deal. This guy is a very powerful person. They have some of the biggest asset managers in the world, and, he, and they're out to defund the oil and gas uh, sector and the state of Texas, which means they want to cut off the, the it, what defunds, you want to cut off the credit. So credit is more uh, expensive and you starve the companies or you starve the state or you starve the city of Houston of capital and, and try to, to ruin them that way. It, it, it's a fundamentally un-American thing. It, it, I, like I said, I believe it's a breach of fiduciary duty. I believe he's broken the law personally at 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 BlackRock, and uh, and I'll put my money where my mouth is on that. Uh, the uh, but what happened uh, last uh, this week was a phenomenal thing from the Trump administration. They see what Larry Fink is doing, and they're seeing what these other people are doing. Uh, Eugene Scalia. Uh, Secretary of Labor for the United States of America ha- has moved to restrict retirement funds based on ESG, which is environmental, social, and governance. And, 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 and what this is is corporate America. Uh, the, the radicals are, are, have, have gotten control of, of 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 the schools. They, they in parts of the government they've gotten control. Now they're moving to get control of of, of corporations, and this is why. They want corporations to get out of the oil and gas business. This is why if, if you work for a big company, you've got to sit through re-education, uh, critical race thinking re-education seminars where they convince you that all people are racist, particularly white people, when they have white privilege, and the United States was found in a racist society and this other stuff that has no business in corporate America, but, but they're trying to move into corporate America now. Well, the Trump administration has moved to stop this. And what they did was they said when it comes to pensions and retirement plan assets, a lot of this is is government regulated, they should only consider risk and return for stocks and bonds. Uh, I'm going to repeat that. What the Department of Labor has said uh, under Donald Trump is that they've released a new rule that says they should – but when you're investing for pensions, you should only consider risk and return. Hey, can I make money on this investment? How much risk is involved? Is it, is it in the best interest of the client, of, of the client or the plan? You can't decide. Well, hey, it's not in the best interest of the pension to invest in the oil and gas sector because it's going to destroy the environment. You can't put your political views in investing other pieces. Uh, people's money. That's a breach of fiduciary duty is what they're saying. Retirement, here's what it says. Retirement plan fiduciaries uh, focus on financial interests of a plan's beneficiary. They must uh, focus on financial interests of the retirement plan participants and beneficiaries rather than non-pecuniary policy objective or goals or policy objectives, which means you cannot invest to, to create your own policy uh, uh, on on people, you cannot take their money and put it to your to to do your policy of environmental social justice out there. This is a really big story. It's a big deal, it, and it really affects Houston uh, because so many of these money managers they won't put the oil company stocks in their portfolio because they're worried about what their radical uh, democratic liberal. Uh, if they have some of those, they're going to complain and go crazy. So what happens is average people aren't getting oil and gas stocks in their portfolio. They're only 2.6, 2.7% the S&P 500 versus about 27%, give or take a percent, depending how you define technology. And this is why this is happening. And this is very important because they're trying to wreck the defund the oil and gas sector led by Larry Fink. Only 80 only one of 86 asset managers support the rule because these asset managers are all going ESG, which is your environmental, social, and governance issues, your social justice issues, and they're all trying to put portfolios together. And they're remaking the United States by changing the allocations of capital. But the Trump administration has come out and said, no, wait, you cannot do this. You, 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 you only When you're managing people's money for, for, for pension plans, and, and things that are government, government regulated, you can only look at risk and return. You cannot put your personal social objectives, environmental objectives in, into the plan. This is a huge 
you know, shot at Larry Fink in BlackRock. And as a matter of fact, BlackRock says the proposed uh, the proposal creates an, an overly prescriptive and burdensome standards. So I'm going to repeat that. BlackRock says the proposal creates an overly uh, prescriptive and burdensome standards for plants. Well, yeah, that's because you people were coming up with your own uh, prescriptions and standards that, that were based on environmental, social, and uh, governance issues that weren't related to what most people in this people are interested in, which is making money and having a good retirement and saving for retirement. You were putting your personal social agenda on the American people at BlackRock, and now BlackRock uh, Funds is complaining about it. Well, they have no business. They, BlackRock has no business telling the American people what they should and shouldn't invest in based on what their political views are. And, and you, instead, they should be looking at the risk and return, just as the, as the Trump proposal says. This is a big deal. It's a huge win for Houston, a huge win for Texas, and a huge win for the oil and gas uh, industry, because this is going to stop some of these tactics to try to defund the oil and gas sector and defund the state of Texas. They're trying to cripple the state is what they're doing. And the Trump administration saw what they were up to. So this is a new labor, uh, uh, Department of Labor uh, uh, rule that just came up with. And it's a really big story that that they're going to restrict retirement funds based on ESG. Uh, instead, they have to concentrate on risk and return. Now, can they put an, an ESG fund into the retirement plan if people want to do it? Yeah, but they can't go around and mandate this into everybody's plan. Huge win for the state of Texas. Uh, tell you what, if you've got any questions or comments, you can give us a call, 713-339-1070 here at the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, anyway, by, by the way, uh, Eugene Scalia, that's uh, that's Anton Scalia, the chief justice, former uh, uh, Supreme Court justice's son, uh, secretary of labor. Yeah. So Trump is getting things done. Trump is moving forward. He's putting these things and, he, and he's fighting back. Uh, so where, where do we go from here? And I got to apologize about so much of the political talk, but the elections next week, I think this is a game changer. I think it's a binary election. I think one side you move to socialism, radicalism, uh, uh, and the other side is more of a free market, capitalist, democratic system. And, and, and when you start talking about packing the Supreme Court, adding Washington, D.C., and Puerto Rico so the Republicans never again, that's not democratic. They're, they're, they're trying to they're trying to stamp out democracy in the United States and take control of this country. I think they'll fail packing the court uh, back in the 1930s. Even the Democrats revolted when uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, president, wanted to pack the court. That's when the American people drew the line. Even the Democrats stopped them from doing that because they knew that once you pack the courts, it was going to be a never-ending thing. If they would have packed the courts back then, where each, each new president gets to add three or four new new Supreme Court justices, we'd have a Supreme Court with 150 people on it by now. It, it, our, our democracy, our constitution, our rule of law, our innovation has created the most successful country on the planet. Almost everything good that comes out of the world comes out of the United States. All the innovation comes out of the United States. Why are people coming into the United States? Why are they why are they, you know, walking 50 miles across the desert, you know, the Mexican border? Because they want to get here. They want to do things. They want to become successful. They're innovators, too. And you don't see people pouring into China. You know, they're not desperate to get into Iran or Russia. You know, it's, it is what it is. And even Europe. I mean, somebody please tell me what's come out of Europe in the last hundred years, with the exception of maybe a Porsche and Mercedes Benz and you know, Roche, uh, some drugs or something, but virtually nothing. They, they've done some things with the cell phone and the Nordic, but most, they, all the innovation, the innovation comes from Europe. If it's European innovation, it's Europeans come to the United States to do something. These places, nothing comes out of these places. Nothing happens in these countries until you have a free market capitalist system with the rule of law to do things. This is what's got us here. I mean, uh, the idea that the United States isn't the greatest country in the world and we're, we're some country founded in 1692 as a slave state is the most preposterous. I mean, I cannot even believe they, they 
bring this stuff up to people in, in any form and shape or they're even treated seriously. So what, do we have a phone call? Yeah, we have Charles online. Oh, go ahead. Yes, sir. Hello? Yeah, hello. You had a question for us. Yeah, I want to know if uh, what I'm trying to tell people about if Trump will win. Go to HarrisVotes.com and watch a video. It'll be a poll watcher. You'll seriously keep dozens of people from voting on election day. So they'll see that poll watcher badge on your shirt and turn and walk off. And you can't get in trouble because you can't talk to anybody. All you can do is say, you have to talk to the, the supervisor, the judge. You can't talk to me, sir. Anyway, when you do it, then you can call uh, get watch that video. Then call the Harrison Republican Party and say, where you want to be a poll watcher? You can pick your location. They can give you one. And before you do it in a Democratic precinct, that's where the treason takes place. But it's so simple. And you'll see people sign their names in a book. I look up you and they'll lay the and walk off. People in line will get in their car and leave at the door. They'll get in the car and leave. They'll drive off. That poll water shirt scares the crap out of these scum. So be a, be a poll watcher if you want to imagine. One vote means one thing. You, you'll stop dozens of people from voting. 15 or 20 at least in 12 hours. Okay, so who do you call to get that? HarrisVotes.com. You click on that. And that, that's Harris County. Then you click on uh, poll uh, election worker, and you watch a video, and they give you permission to be a poll watcher. They don't want to tell you how to be a poll watcher. True vote tells you how to be a poll watcher. The Harris County doesn't want you how to. So you go to Office Depot and get a little ID thing, you pin on your shoulder, you know, and your little pin on your shirt, and put your poll watcher badge in there. And then you just wear it during election day. You don't talk to anybody. You just walk around. And you're supposed to watch everybody sign the book, watch them. But you can't watch them vote, but you can watch them at the voting machine. Because sometimes I don't give them a whole row of tickets. Like I saw a guy had five tickets one time to, to vote five times with an ID ticket with a number on it. And he just, he just dialed five times. And he, that, that was five illegal votes. Wow. Or four. No, I appreciate then, the call. Thank you very much. Look, I mean, this is, this is I think, what we're dealing with is really, uh, you know, I, I'm really concerned about the, uh, about the fraud in the election. There's one way you can, you know, be a poll watcher to try to, to stop it. Uh, you know, where do we go? From here, as, as I said, we predicted probably earlier than anyone else uh, last presidential election that, that uh, President Trump was was Donald Trump was going to be the next president of the United States. And we were way ahead of everybody else. And as we got close, we explained. And the reason is I, I, a couple of things. I looked at, at the uh, at, at the size of the rallies, the enthusiasm. But we as it got close to the end, it got tougher because it looked like it was a real horse race. It, and it, everyone thought that, that Hillary was going to win. We kept saying, we looked at the thing, and we, what we saw was, we saw that the the polls, people weren't answering the polls correctly, we felt like. It, and, and, and some polls were coming about 5 or 6% above the others, and that's the one that gave us the clue. And I think the same thing's happening now. Tell it, do we have a question? Yeah, we have Daniel on the line. Hey, Daniel. Hey, Ted. Do you have a question I appreciate it. Yes, I do. Uh, how powerful is BlackRock? I'm investing in a gold mining stock of Caledonia Mining in Zimbabwe, and I noticed Schwab, all of a sudden, they take off future earnings, everything else. I called them up. I said, look, does BlackRock own you, or what's the situation? So are they that powerful? Well, they tend not to mess. They, they won't take, they won't typically tip, take, get uh, companies to take the earnings or get, but wh where their power comes in is, is they will downplay, say, companies like Exxon and Chevron that go, look, these companies are going away. We shouldn't be, they should be paying a lot higher interest rate because it, it because over the next 10 years, no one's going to be using oil and gas. And that's uh, okay. what they're doing. And, and what they're, they're promoting this environmental agenda that oil and gas is going away and, uh, and I just think it's wrong. I think oil and gas is embedded in so many things that 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 I, it's, it, is it going to slow down? Yes, but but what worries me is the environmental activism at BlackRock. But the whole thing is, Ted, they own five percent of this company, and I saw they're a significant shareholder. And then all of a sudden, this thing goes off on Schwab. I mean, do they control that much? That I mean, I can't well, get yeah, the earnings future. They're a huge. They're a huge deal. Now it's probably positive that they own the New Caledonia. Oh yes, uh, be, because that means that they think it's going to make money. But but yeah, they're very very powerful. Uh, but okay. they, they won't they won't get someone to remove earnings estimates or anything like that. 
But where, where, where the, the insidious of what BlackRock will do, they'll go to Exxon and go, look, you should be paying a higher interest rate. And they go, why? We're very good. Cause of, well, because your business right. is going away in 10 years because, because we support the Green New Deal. And, and that's, okay. that's, that's the danger with them. They've gotten too involved in politics, and Larry Fink needs to resign. Oh, thank you very much, Ted. I enjoyed the uh, political commentary there, too. It was great. You're right on. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye-bye. We've got coming up in a quick break, we're going to talk some more about the markets. Look, where are the market's going to go from here? Not a good week. Uh, we've been sort of warning about this, but we'll, we'll go over this right uh, as soon as we get back from this quick break in the Max Out Savings Show. David left his taxi. In the bottom of a bean town lake, said this whole world's full of chances, and this is one I gotta take. And so he caught the land of Nashville to find the finest break and make a home. And make a home. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulic enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks, when they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. Well, that sun is certainly shining in Houston, Texas today, and a gorgeous day outside. Uh, and we're talking savings investments in your retirement. Uh, so, look, it's looking, who's going to win the election? I, I, I think it's going to be Trump again. Uh, he's pulling ahead. He, he's closing the gap. Uh, the polls I'm, I'm seeing, he seems to be pulling ahead in Florida, in Arizona, uh, Georgia. Th- those are good. I, I think he's going to win North Carolina. Uh, and my thinking is, if you look at the average polls out there, I, I, I think they're off by between four and six or seven percent. Four, I'll say between four and six percent. And the reason is, is uh, more so than last time. I felt last time they weren't. Pick, I, I was looking at the different polls, and they were not picking up uh, uh, up the Trump voters. I felt like, and uh, what the Tragagar group was, and a couple others were. IDB was good at the time, but the other, there was a big gap, and I, I thought they're not picking the Trump voters up. Well, this time, there's even more pressure. People are afraid to say they vote for Trump. My friends, have, some of them have told me this, uh, that people are worried that you know they might not get a raise, they might get fired from their job if people think they're Trump's poor, so they're not going to talk. And so I, I think they're undercounting again. Uh, 
they seem we're seem to be get, the Trump seems to be getting more younger people that are tired of the lockdowns and want to live a normal life, and that's very positive. Uh, the he's picking up minorities. Hispa- I, I think the Hispanic vote. I think it's starting to, to move towards Trump. I think the Hispanic vote is going to put Trump over the top this time, and, and we'll see. But it, it's going to be a tough election. I'm very worried about voter fraud, particularly in uh, uh, Houston. Uh, I'm very worried about it in Pennsylvania. In, in Michigan, I, that that's a real concern up there. I think it's going to be massive voter fraud, and and, and the fact that this is, could take time, and, and if it's close, I think there's going to be riots in the street, and I think it's going to be it's going to be a mess. And this is my concern, and, and so we want to be a little careful. But it does look like Trump is going to win again. It's looking like a repeat of 2016 all over again. It's really pretty remarkable. So, do we have a phone call? Yeah, we have Mike on the line. Oh, hey, Mike. Hey, great. Good you morning. Have a question for us. Uh, yes, sir. Um, you know, I, I was reviewing some, uh, some ETFs earlier in this week, and I noticed that the iShares uh, ETFs I was looking at said they were sponsored by uh, BlackRock Fund Advisors. And so I went ahead and took all the iShares off of my list because you had already spoken about how uh, BlackRock just wants to defund the energy industry and destroy Texas, basically. Um, so I made it a point to put them on my blacklist. And you know, started looking back into the spiders and the fidelity ETF. Yeah, we, you know, we, we've had some of those and we're trying to get out of them and we're dealing with the tax issues. And yeah, look, because I, I do think you want to try to stay away from the, uh, the you know, BlackRock does own iShares and it, it, it's a problem. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah I, and then to your point, um, you know, I, I voted for Trump, but I'm not going to put a, a Trump bumper sticker on my car because I don't want to come out of the store and have my windows smashed or my tires slashed. Yeah, no, I, I'm hearing that. I, yeah, I, I was just talking to a friend of mine in San Antonio. He lives over by St. Mary's, same thing. He actually broached to his neighbor. He goes, well, Bob, who are you voting for? And he goes, well, George, you're not going to like it. But, you know, he's kind of nervous. But I think I'm going to go for Trump. And he goes, well, George, I'm, I'm going for Trump, too. And, wow. and, but there was no Trump signs in the neighborhood. They're all Biden signs because people are worried. And, and George told me, he said, I'm worried someone's going to throw a brick through my window or something. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. dare put a Trump sign in my yard. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, and, and so that's 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 what we're dealing with. But but I think, but see, the thing is, when you go in that voting booth, no one knows who you vote for, and that's the key. People are going to vote right. for who they believe in, and, and so yeah. I, you know, I, I think it's it's looking pretty good for Trump. That's the best part of the secret ballot, right there. Nobody knows. Yeah, there's a reason for that. <laughs> yeah, now we know why. Good call. Thank you very much. Hey, thank you, and you have a great day. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what we're dealing with. People are kind of worried this time more so, but I, I think it, it looks pretty good. Uh, and, and, and as the, the caller pointed out, uh, iShares is owned by BlackRock. So, you know, eventually uh, it, we, you want to get away from all of the stuff with BlackRock if you can. Do we have any more calls, Eddie? Yeah, we have Randy on the line. Hey, Randy, how you doing? Good, Ted. How are you? Well, thank you. Good. I'm I'm going to the polls to uh, vote for uh, the president. I'm not taking any chance on any kind of voter fraud or any kind of uh, mail-in ballots being thrown away. And uh, so, hopefully, uh, yeah, enough people show up at the polls and vote. There won't be that much fraud, and uh, we'll elect the president. And uh, but in the meantime, I've been looking at the yield curve, and uh, I'm wondering how this is going to relate to uh, banks. In other words, I'm seeing a flat curve from three months to three years, and then from then on out, it's pretty steep, 60, 70 basis points between, say, the the, the 2 and the 10. But but most of that is going to be from 3 to 10 because uh, 2 to 3 is flat. So I'm wondering, is uh, are banks still going to be able to make any money in this environment? And also, it it looks like that uh, maybe the bond market's starting to figure out that all these negative real interest rates are not going to cut the mustard, and I'm wondering is the uh, is the risk back on for the stock market? You know, I, I tell you what, that that's that's a good point. I mean, what I think is going to happen is I think the long rates are going to start creeping up over the, over the next couple of years. They're going to try to hold the, the 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 short end down. But look, I think this economy. Look, we've got we're in another wave now. These waves tend not to last much more than about three months, two or three months. And then coming out, this economy is going to accelerate in the spring. 
You're going to have people with a lot of money sitting on the sidelines. They're tired of sitting at home. They're going to go out and start doing things. Uh, the, again, it's going to be like the 1920s again. I, I think you can see things go. And that's going to put a lot of pressure under interest rates at the same time we've done massive borrowing. If, if you look at the 10-year, Randy, it, it's jumped up this week. Uh, it's up uh, – I've got some numbers here – up 0.86%. It's at 0.86%. Uh, this is the highest since June, highest close since June. And, and I think there, it, there's a lot of pre- – and this is when supposedly the economy was, was going to be closing down because of the coronavirus. Well, that – they're either sensing two things. It's not going to close or it's going to take more borrowing. And this is signaling right here that the borrowing is going to put pressure on the long end. So I think rates are going to go up over the next couple of years. I think they've bottomed. And I think we're going to see more inflation. Well, that's what I was saying. It looks like the Federal Reserve's holding them down after three years. But but now, like I said, yeah. I was noticing that, too. The uh, the 10 years up over, what, 80, 80-something basis points. And uh, that's what I mean. It looks like to me that the, that the rates are going to be creeping up because people, they don't want to buy bonds. They're not getting any kind of return on it. And uh, they're going to be moving into the stock market. So I'm wondering if that's going to be any kind of a financial wave, if that really turns out, how long do you think it might last? A couple of years, as long as the president's in office? Well, look, I think rates are going to, I think rates have bottomed. I think they're going up because now every single time there's a recession, the Fed's going to try to flood the system with money. I think the dollar could drop. I think you're going to see more inflation. And, and I think the, I think you put in the, the bottom over the last 30 years in interest rates earlier this year. Uh, and, I, and I think they're up from here. And we don't really own that many long-term bonds right now. You've got to keep short-term because the rates are going to be going up over the next couple of years. All right. Well, that, well that's the reason I'm voting for the, for the president. The last three, four years have been a gold mine for me because I've stayed invested in the market. And uh, and uh, I don't want to – I'm not voting for a bunch of communists, so I'm hoping that uh, – president gets reelected in the next four years are going to be, uh, you know, just more uh, manna from heaven. That's what I'm hoping. I mean, look, it, it, it's uh, – and thanks for the call, Randy. I mean, look, if Trump Bye, gets Ted. back in there, the, the bullish case is gets the economy going. They're talking about maybe doing some encouragement to, for people to travel and go do things, that some, some, type of, uh, some type of tax. They're looking at doing something to get people traveling. Personally, I think if you're, if you're planning a big trip next year, you should be buying the tickets now because I think there's going to be a lot of traveling. I think the prices are going to go up. Uh, we're, moving, we're moving the supply chains back from China. We're moving factories back to the United States, particularly critical issues such as medical defense type of work, uh, me- medical uh, drugs, uh, the building blocks for drugs. Key, uh, key electronic components all need to be built in the United States. This is more factories, more jobs, and then we put an infrastructure program to rebuild the country. We're rebuilding the country. People forget, you know, uh, it's been about five hundred billion dollars a year going to China. That that's on a that's on a twenty that that's on a twenty uh, trillion dollar economy. That's about two and a half percent a year. We've been losing. We've been losing at least 2% a year growth to China for the last 25 years. That's all coming to an end. And so I think there's a very bullish case. Right now, you've got to be careful. I mean, looking at the markets, uh, the, the market, we, look, we've been telling you here for, for a couple months, we said, look, they're going to sell this market down into, ahead of the election. You had a drop in September. They rallied it back up. They sold it down again. It was not a good week in the market. Uh, the Dow was down six and a half, almost six and a half points. NASDAQ was down five and a half. The S&P was down 5.6% this week. Uh, pretty much drops across the board. You know, the Dow is down 7% year to date, and the, and the S&P is only up 1%. The, the, the NASDAQ's up higher. But clearly, we've got some questions. Look, Ted, is the market dropping because the coronavirus is coming back, or is it dropping because of the election? I think it's dropping because of the election, and the reason why is because all the stocks dropped. The, 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 the pro-COVID uh, stocks that did well in COVID dropped. Everything is dropping across the board. They're trying to push the market down ahead of the election, scare people into not voting for Trump. Uh, if Biden gets in there, I think it's going to be very negative. I think the dollar is going to fall over time. I think gold's going to go to the moon. Uh, I, I think it, it, the taxes are going to be devastating to the economy. Uh, and the war on oil. I mean, the Green New Deal. Do you realize that they want to get rid of cattle 
it, it, because cattle create methane, and that's producing CO2, so they want to get rid of them. But think of that. You're not going to be hamburgers or steak. And then what's going to happen to all the ranch land across the country because no one's producing cows? Millions more people are going to be, lose their jobs there. Millions of people are going to lose their in the energy sector. It is, this is a, a disaster of, of epic proportions, and, and it's very important for, for President Trump to, to win this election. Otherwise, you're going to see radical socialists, Bernie Sanders, AOC in cabinet positions. Uh, Elizabeth Warren is going to be head of the Treasury. I mean, honestly, if she sticks it to Wall Street, I don't care because they basically have been duplicitous on this whole thing. But, but these higher taxes are going to be devastating over time. And so this is because it's going to work down to everyone. So a couple things. We're going to be writing about this in our Max Out Savings Report. If you're not on our free Max Out Savings Report list, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. You sign up for the free report. If you need help managing your retirement, your IRA rolls, that's what we do at Max Out Savings Advisors. We help people deal with retirement and manage their retirement assets using our value investing approach. If you need some help, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. At least sign up for the free report. Coming up the election, again, very tight election. Well, the question is, is who's going to win? And then are we going to have challenges? And in, in, in how big of a mess is it going to be? I think it puts a lot of pressure on the markets here. Uh, and, and I don't think a Biden uh, presidency is any shape or form or fashion factored into this market right now. Uh, because when people really start realizing what's going to happen, they're going to be very worried. Uh, the, if Trump wins, you're still going to see huge pushback that Trump that they're going to try to keep Trump from being inaugurated. Uh, a lot of concerns. You've got a double top in the S&P 500, so you still want to be cautious in here. But remember, after Trump won last time, there was a big rally. I think it's going to be a little tougher this time uh, just because the market is so high. Uh, and, uh, and it looks like some of the tech sector is starting to break down, and you've got this double top. So you've got to be a little cautious overall. overall. Overall, by the way, the precious metal stocks are acting very strong. They keep telegraphing something's going on out there. So what? We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Until then, remember our motto and our philosophy. This is the key to building up wealth. Save aggressively, invest conservatively. We'll see you next week. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca on AM 1070, The Answer.